Who told you you cannot do it all? If anyone in your life has ever told you that you can't do it all, I am here today to disrupt that. I'm going to challenge that thought and I want you to think about this a little bit differently because you can do it all. And I'm going to show you just how here on the Joshua mentality. Stay tuned. Welcome to another episode of the Joshua mentality. Wherever you are listening from on this wonderful day, I want to tell you it is so good to have you for another week. I hope you are having a fantastic week. And this, uh, where's our count at today? This uh, count of ours is now down to week 20, where are we at? 29. 29, y'all. I'm not even, I'm not even going, I'm not going to say anything. This week, I'm just going, I'm just going to leave it there. We're in the 20s. But uh, if you are new to this podcast and you're wondering why I'm doing this so silly countdown, it's because I think when we have, this is like your like auditory version of having the marbles in the uh, container. You know, some people, if you're unfamiliar with that whole phrase or, or what I'm referring to, some people to try to create urgency in their lives, they will fill up like a, a, jar with marbles that represent the weeks in the year and they'll take a marble out every week to you know kind of see that man this thing is dwindling down so that's what I'm here to do I'm your life-size marble okay that doesn't that doesn't even make sense anyways I'm here to help you create some urgency all right so take it take it and enjoy it and let's get pumped about the rest of this year man I'm actually extra pumped because I got a I got a pina colada right here that, that is sitting in front of me and I've probably drank too much of it. So the sugar is rising, folks, and you're just going to have to deal with the consequences on this episode uh, because I am probably kicked up on sugar now. Shout out to the the Ninja Foodie. That thing is changing my wife and I's my wife and I. It's changing our life. All right, I um, figured out, I found some little smoothie uh, pina colada mix online and <laughs> pina coladas every night, baby. Pina coladas every night. All right, y'all, let me stop. Oh, here we go. So this week, this week's episode, if you heard any intro, I had something for, I, I've been thinking about this all day and it was actually just a random thought that just popped in my head. And I've never been able to articulate anything, you know, like this. My whole life, one of my challenges have have been trying to focus on too much at the same time. Now, early on, like in my early 20s, I'm 32, if you're wondering, in my early 20s, I was really bad at it, man. It was just like the little squirrel dog from Up. Uh, If you don't know that reference, go watch the movie. It's a great movie. Poor old guy in balloons. Oh, I'm such a distractible player. Here we go. So, yeah, I felt like that darn squirrel dog and could really not focus on anything. And it's so discouraging when you have those voices in the back, you know, around you saying, oh, you got to You can't do it all. You got to, you know, you got to focus on one thing, which I will say it is. There's some truth to focusing on one thing at a time, but it does not mean you have to focus on one thing solely for the rest of your life. You can do most. You can do it all. You can do it all. 
And here's a thought I want to share with you on this episode. And let's unpack this a little bit around how you can do it all. What does that even look like? Where do you even start, Joshua? Well, I'm going to tell you. You start with your systems. Systems. So today, you know what we're going to, this conversation is going to be about? This is going to be my little podcast TED Talk about the power of systems and the power of, maybe I should say, even a better uh, title would be the power of scaling. The power of scaling. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the term scaling, you it it would be good to kind of brush up on what this terminology is. Uh, I don't have a like a formal definition, but I'll give you my version of scaling because I like to watch a lot of Shark Tank, and that's one of the things they talk about. You'll hear on Shark Tank one of the contestants will be asked by one of the sharks, hey, how do you scale this? You know, and in business, you'll hear that a lot. We, we want to scale our business or we want to scale this or that. And all that means is really about expansion. It's really about growth. It's really being able to, to grow and expand a product, service, or program. Just to name like three examples. So for instance, let's say if I'm working on a program, and the program is going really well, but it's only me. And I'm working with, let's say, I'm almost at like the capacity of people that I can handle working with before overloading you know, my, my, my capacity. That would mean it's time to figure out how to scale it, how to expand the, the program and expand my services without you know, duplicating myself, because that's impossible, I can't do that. But I can duplicate systems that will, or or I can build systems that will allow me to scale. And, and uh, an example of that would be maybe hiring coaches or hiring employees, teaching them the, how, to, how, to, how to conduct or deliver the service, and then being able to offer more service and support to people with this program. I hope that's a good example. I hope that makes sense. That's what scaling is really based on. That's what the, that's what people mean when they talk about scaling. So if you're talking about a product or service, that's usually where you'll hear this term. But what does this have to do with your life purpose, all the things you want to accomplish, and your strengths? What what does this have to do with that? Well, of course, you know I'm going to tell you. The first thing that I think is important is the strengths conversation. I was I was sitting in my office today and I was thinking about because I'm in the middle of some, you know, transition tra- transitional stuff and I was thinking about like some of the, the world's most annoying questions. No, uh, let me say it again. <laughs> I was thinking about some of the world's most annoying interview questions. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about and you probably know which question I'm about to go to. I, w- I want you to guess before I say it. And I bet I'm willing to bet 10 bucks that the majority of you listening will know exactly which question I'm about to say. The interview question of what's your greatest weakness? What? What do you mean? What's my greatest weakness? My greatest weakness is that this stupid question. That's my greatest weakness. This is a darn question. This is a terrible question. Because it's not even like people what can you even gather from that? You know, what's your greatest weakness? But anyways, before I'm not not going to get stuck on that soapbox today, because you know I will. But my point is, 
I don't know why this question came to my mind today, but when it did, or when I was, you know, when we're putting the content together, when that question came to my mind, my brain almost, have you ever had your brain like respond to something and you don't even realize like you're responding to it, but the response is like one of those, wait a minute, let me grab a pen and paper and write that down because that I've never responded to that question that way. And here's the response. And here's how I will forever answer that question now. When somebody asks me, what's your greatest weakness? I will tell them, I don't focus on my weaknesses. I focus on my strengths. And the reason why I'm here and the reason why I am pursuing this job, because I believe it supports my strengths. My weaknesses, I think, are a waste of time for me to focus on because my biggest return is on my strengths. So the greater question is, what are the challenges with those strengths? And the challenges within my strengths are being able to scale systems because my goal is to be a high capacity leader. My goal is to be a high capacity leader. So with that, what are the strengths that come along with that? Well, I know in my life, in order to be a high capacity leader, there are certain systems that have to be in place. Number one, for the first, well, actually let's back up, let's go up a level. What are the strengths that I focus on to being a high capacity leader? Well, coaching, speaking, uh, training and consulting. Those are the four lanes my life really operates in no matter what I'm doing. Again, that's coaching, speaking, training, and consulting. So those are really the strengths that I'm going to operate out of. What are the systems, though, that help me to scale those strengths and to keep those strengths able to um, carry a high capacity of responsibility? Well, some of those systems could be an example of, number one, my personal devotion life. I found that in my my life, wherever my kind of that my spiritual my time with God in the morning or that that devotion, personal time with God, everything else really. It falls from that. And that's the mentality of faith that I talk about a lot. I tell you all life really begins at hope. Why? Because for me in my life, I found that when that is in alignment, everything else just falls in smoothly. So I know in order to maintain my goal as a high capacity leader, one of the systems that I need in place to support my strengths is being able to be consistent in my personal devotion time. That's spending time, you know, whether it's in meditation, whether it's in you know listening to worship music, whether it's reading you know my Bible, whether it's uh, prayer, you know, all those things. And this is just me. If you're not, if you're not, if you're someone listening to this and you're not religious, or I'm not religious either, but if you're someone that does not believe in God or does not have a relationship with God, no shade, no, no judgment. But I'm using my example because it's what's worked best for me. I always tell you all, you got to decide for yourself what works for you. I recommend God all day, all day, every day. All right. <laughs> but, I'll, you know, he didn't force you, so I'm not either. So you decide for yourself. But when it comes to my systems, that's one of the critical systems for me. What's another one? Well, time management. I know in order to be a high capacity leader, one of my challenge areas is time management. That's not a weakness. It's a challenge. And that's why I, would, I will forever answer that question differently, because I want to I would rather focus the interviewer's question on my challenges. than weaknesses, because my weaknesses aren't going to do you any good, because I'm not going to get strong at those strong enough to to change anything. And I, and I don't know why this is turned into like an interview uh, tip <laughs> pot. That's not what this podcast episode is about. But I hope that helps you if you are in that place.
And if you haven't thought about this this way, so back to the systems discussion, because I'm moving fast today, but I hope I'm not moving too fast. Think about it. So the first system I talked about to support my strengths, the, 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 the time with God, that spiritual centeredness. The second is time management. I know that's a challenge for me because I want to focus on, you know, a million things at once. And here's where the doing one thing at a time element comes into play. It's not that you can only do one thing. It's just that in order to be a high capacity leader, you have to know and be aware what strength are you operating in right now and what needs your attention. How much time will be needed to dedicate to that? And so that kind of blends into the next system, which is priority management. I think these two go hand in hand because you need to be able to manage your time and manage what priorities you're focusing on during that time. I'm talking about me. When I say you, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about how I focus it. And so those are two really important or three really important systems I've mentioned so far. The, the spiritual personal devotion element, the time management element, because that's a challenge for me, and the priority management element to know, okay, what do I need to focus on this week? There's a good book that a great friend of mine recommended uh, this month that I finished up called Entre Leadership. And one of the things the, the author, Dave Ramsey, talks about is he calls it A1 sauce, which <laughs> I got to say for a country boy, the, hey, listen, very creative. I'm, 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 I am down for the A1 sauce uh, reference and analogy, but it had nothing to do with steak or anything like that. His point was when you are writing out your list of things that you need to get done, there's something to be said about being able to organize and categorize those things into quadrants. Now, for the time allotted, I don't want to try to explain the whole quadrant thing because I may not do it a good service. So I will say there's a book called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, and I'm Steve, oh, Covey. Covey wrote it. So Covey is the author of Stephen Covey, I believe. I hope I'm not butchering that, but we can make that up in the show notes. But it's Covey, the last name is Covey. He wrote this book, and the first name is, is leaving me right now. But he talks about the quadrants and and being able to prioritize your life. He kind of hits on that a little bit. And the key to this when it comes to priority management and back to Dave Ramsey, Entre Leadership, to, to merge these together, it's about being able to know what are your A priorities, what are your B priorities, C priorities, and so forth. And the way that you determine those things is based on what needs to get done today, this week, you know, looking ahead or looking at the now, looking at ahead and then kind of scaling it out further. That's important because that allows us to try to migrate from the houses on fire list, meaning we're only tackling Fires as they come up, things as they kind of kind of like that game you play at the arcade when the, the little alligators raise their head. I forget the name of that, but you know what I'm talking about. If we're not careful, our lack of prioritization will have our life feeling like we're kind of chasing our tail. We're never able to kind of catch our breath. So that's a scaling system for me because I have lived that. I've 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 been in a season where my priority management is lacking or darn near non-existent. And that is very stressful 
And that's very discouraging because that's where you feel like, man, I'm not going to be able to accomplish it all. But you can. You can accomplish it. You just have to have the right. You have to know what systems need to be in place for you to accomplish whatever goal you have out to accomplish. My goal is to be a high capacity leader because that allows me to be able to show up in every you know responsibility, every segment of responsibility I have in my life, whether it's as a husband, as a father, as a uh, in my career, as a professional, uh, in the things in my community. High capacity leadership applies in all those areas, and I'm going to be doing the same four strengths in any of those segments. Are you are you tracking with me? I hope so, because there's another system. I think we're on number four now. And I just talked about high capacity leadership. So, of course, one of the systems that I also have to keep an eye on is how am I growing as a leader? How am I growing as a leader? That is a system that allows me to scale my strengths because the more I grow as a leader, the more my capacity will expand. It's very important. The more I grow as a leader, the more I can take on because the more my my leadership knowledge increases, the more my leadership wisdom increases, the more my discipline increases, the more uh, my vision expands the more passion I have for the things I do. Because when you get results, there's nothing like getting results because results really help to just ignite more and more passion and more and more action because you've realized I can do this. I can do everything. Not everything under the sun, but everything my life was intended for. That is the catch. You can do everything your life was intended for. You just have to think about it in terms of scaling your strengths. So maybe I missed a very important part, but I want to I'll hit it now because it's better late than never. It's very important that you know what your strengths are, though. That's that that's very important. You can't scale strengths if you don't know what your strengths are. And there's various ways to look at that. And you may not get it right the first time, but do that, you know, kind of. We talked about very, very early on in these episodes, the searching, the more you search and, and you you look into who you are. There's I won't even get into the names of these leadership strength assessments that are out there. There's plenty of them. So you have no excuse to at least start to get an idea of where your strengths lie. And once you kind of get an idea of what that is, then you can start to scale it. You can start to look at your life and say, hey. What are all the things I want to accomplish for me? I look at and I'll just use this example because I want you to have as clear of examples as I can offer. So I like to put myself out there. Good, bad, ugly and indifferent, you know. So in my life, I look at the Joshua mentality. So that's podcasting, that's speaking, that's. Unfortunately, social media, (laughs) not unfortunately, (laughs) that's social media, which I'm not very good at, if you know me. But but I, but that's something that I'm working on because it's important. That's how I reach people like you, you all who I value. So I can put my, you know, this uh, I can put my lack of interest in social media itself. I can put that aside because I, I can focus on the value that's there, which is the people. So social media with the Joshua mentality and, and some other little nuances. But then I have my business 
which is, you know, my organizational psychology business and practice. There are certain things that, that are working in that area that I need to be able to scale. So being able to, to get the business out there, to, to grow leads, to send out proposals, to continue to, to update, you know, the brand and what it means and who I serve and who my, you know, persona is or customer persona. And some of these things may be foreign to you, but don't focus on those. Just focus on the overarching themes. So there's two, there's two, th- two businesses I mentioned already. But also, let's think about the more important stuff. Me, me as a, a father, as a, as a husband, showing up and being present in those areas and being actively engaged in my community, in my church. So many, someone, some people would look at that and say, man, how can you do it all? Well, the key is knowing your strengths and then scaling the systems that will allow you to to keep those strengths in a healthy place. And also, and I don't want to forget this, also being able to look at your situation and know that everything you're doing in your life is centered around those core strengths. Everything I do is centered around faith, purpose, life purpose, leadership, and this may be a new one that some of you don't know about, but wealth is also one that I'm very fond of. And those are all incorporated and intertwined within everything else I do. And that's all that built together is what allows for you and I to do it all. Now, yours may look different and that's okay. And this may, it's may for some of you, it might even overwhelm you just hearing about what I'm, but don't start where you are. Don't compare because it's taken me a lot of running into a lot of walls, making a lot of mistakes, falling on my face, being over ambitious and then failing. Like it's taken a lot of that to get to this, this spot. And I, I talk about this on this episode because I'm hoping that it will help you kind of avoid some of the same mistakes and roaming around in the dark that I, I've done. Okay. So no comparison. You're right where you need to be. And you have an opportunity to continue to search out that massive value, um, valued iceberg that you are. And then scale that bad boy. There's enough ice in there for everybody. There's enough ice <laughs> on that thing for all of us to enjoy the value that is your life purpose. So yes, I will say it again. You can do it all. And quick recap, you can do it all by making sure you have a goal at that. I tell you, my goal is to be a high capacity leader because that's what I, I've found. I need to be that in order to, to be successful in all these other you know segments of my life. So how do I hit that goal? Well, my strength support. I have to know what, what are the strengths that are underneath that high capacity leadership goal. And it's coaching, speaking, training, and consulting. Those are those are the four things I do. For you, it might be one thing. You might be two things. Whatever. There's no right or wrong or comparison. Just know what it is. What are your strengths? Like, how do you operate those strengths in, in like life? Okay? And then knowing what are the systems that support those strengths? The systems that allow you to scale and to be able to handle and manage all of your responsibilities. And don't worry if you're if you're struggling in those areas, that's that's great. That means you got a benchmark that you can 
You can uh, capture and then measure how you grow from there. All right. So I hope this was helpful. It was a thought I had and I tried to articulate it in a way that made sense, even though I haven't really ironed it out completely. But that's why we're here on this podcast. You get it first. You get it raw. You get it with all of the defects still in it. <laughs> you get the, the rough draft. I trust you all enough to share it with you live. And, and well, I'm not live now, but I, I, I share it all with you like as it comes to me. Because I, I trust you all enough that we can walk through this thing together. That's what a conversation is, right? And that's what I want this to be. All right. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you got something out of it. You know, if nothing else, hope you got one good nugget that you can take with you through the rest of your day and your week. And listen, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, rate this thing. And you know, one thing is for sure. I'll be here next week. Same time, same place. Reminding you that success is your destiny.